The Stage Moms podcast contains language and audible nudity that might not be suitable for all audiences. Parental discretion is advised because we are parents and we advise it. What the hell is a stage mom? Well, there's a negative connotation. Right. So, like, a stage mom, in the negative sense, is a mom who is constantly backstage. Like, like that show Dance Moms, I feel like. Yes, dance. It's a dance mom. I picture, like, a very, like, high-waisted acid wash... <laughs> jeans like she just snuck a menthol outside and she's back in the auditorium but no one knows that she's doing no one that. knows that she did that but she needs it for her nerves and she just came back into the auditorium to do the hand motions for the song yes. that her child is performing on stage and she's on her child's ass oh. about doing it right oh all the time so many questions to the director so all the questions all the questions won't leave the director alone no up the director's ass. Yes. Literally. She lives there. Right. She she does. She, she It's her favorite. She built a home in the director's ass. It's her favorite place to get coffee. So we want to take all of that and reclaim the term stage moms because Kayla and I are moms and mm-hmm. we just so happen to like being on stage. We were both actors and directors. Um, and, and one of us is a playwright. And okay, a little bit. <laughs> Just take it. Sure. That's what she said. Um. (laughs) Anyway, we are taking back the term. The term, the stage. The stage mom. The stage mom. The the definition of a stage mom for us is a woman who balances mom life with actor, artist, creator, writer, theater life we, mostly theater mostly theater we yeah. wanted to apply to all artists all realms of the artistic community we just happened to um to work in the theater mostly realm in the theater um and this kind of all started from a conversation that kayla and i had at a coffee shop here locally shout out fosco's whoop, whoop, whoop. and a lot happened at this coffee meeting we were meeting to because we were both directing Liz, Liz Estrada. Liz Estrada. And we were about to have auditions. Yes. And, and Yeah, go ahead. No, you. No, no you. you. No, no <laughs> you. So we were, okay, so we were talking about auditions, and then Kayla just slipped in the fact that she was, like, a little bit pregnant, <laughs> and that we were going to have to work around that in our rehearsal. That was the first time I told you. That was the first time she told me. And so I guess I was sort of trying to... Uh, give you some sort of sage wise <laughs> I've been pregnant before advice. Um, well, we did. We stopped to talk about it because, I mean, it's not like we were just like, by the way, I'm pregnant. And then, okay, so we have auditions in like five minutes. Right. You were, you were, uh, I was, you were excited. I was very excited. I was excited. And 
I've I've been I was one of my the first of my friends to have a a, a child. Um, I have a six year old. Um, so I guess I don't know if that makes me qualified to give any advice. Sure it does. But um, I was telling you about how I tried to like find and seek out like mom friends when I first had mm-hmm. Maddie, um, because I didn't have any friends who had babies and when I went to those I just never felt like I really fit in it was just a bunch of women who just talked about their kid and like that was their entire existence which I mean we all wrap our existence around our kids and our family some form or fashion like your life has to change a little bit right but like it's not it's not like the only thing about me. I have a personality and I have these things that I like to do. And you said something really lovely about how like we're not changing our lives to have a baby. We're adjusting to bring the baby into our life. Like it's, I mean, it's a conversation I had with my sister and like my sister and her husband were the first couple that we looked at as parents and we didn't like, feel gross about parenting do you know like right. we we had all these we have friends not the first ones because we have family and stuff and have mm-hmm. kids and whatever but it was like one of the first couples where they had kids and they didn't like totally regret their life you know what I mean like right. and I I'm not saying that everybody does that but there's a little bit of even if you plan to have a kid mm-hmm. afterwards most of the people that we talked to were just like, yeah, it changes your life. It's really, really different and hard. Right. With a little bit of a regretful tone. But then they cap it with, but I mean, like, I love them and they're the best thing ever. Sure. And I wouldn't change anything for the world. But, like, I don't know. My sister and her husband were the first ones were like, yeah, we planned this and it's awesome. And sure. I was like, when we visited them, I was like, well, can we go to the mall? Is it okay for the baby to go to the mall? And they were like, yeah. Like, she can do all the things we do. She's a human right. being. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and I think that that's something super important for moms to, like, remember that, like, you can do all the things that you did before you had a kid. If you that want make to. You, you. If you want to. If you don't want to, that's fine. But if you want, if you want to still explore those things and, and grow in those things, then um, it's important to have a community that supports you. And the art community and the theater community aren't really super conducive to parenting. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Or or societal norms of parenting, I guess. Like, do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not your typical lifestyle to have a parent that's involved in theater. Oh, for sure. Especially when, if, if and when that parent is trying to do it more than just, like, as a hobby. Mm-hmm. Like, if they are doing it professionally, sometimes that requires touring or visiting other places mm-hmm. or, like, leaving their hometown to go do a show... Or something, and like that's definitely usually not kid friendly, right? You know? like, and the the schedule that you keep, exactly. Theater people are are, are night people and weekend people, and that's and just, just all day people, all day people, <laughs> and it takes over your life, and it's super involved. And so, um, we didn't want to lose our identities as like creatives or artists or theater people or directors or whatever. We were just adding the term mom onto that onto our list of it's yes. just something that we do also yes yes 
<laughs> Which sort of downplays, like, the job of a mom, I guess. No, it doesn't. I mean, just, like... like no, you know what I mean. It's just sort of like we're just adding it onto something that we do. But like, it's just it, it's it's a personality trait. Just like I'm Ashley, I I I'm a marketing director at Pensacola Little Theater, um, who's also a mom. I'm an actor and a director, um, and I'm also married um, to a wonderful human being who doesn't really participate in theater but he supports (laughs) all my endeavors um and i also founded um founded 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 Mm -hmm. is that the past tense of i well you can't say you found i can't because i didn't find i didn't find i didn't find it i started it (laughs) um (laughs) a theater company called errant knavery um that specializes in classical and underproduced works so i do all of those things on top of being a mom and that's not just to like toot my own horn but that's i mean that's just what that's, that's me. What do you do, Kayla? I just had a baby. You did. She's three months old. Just now. She just had the baby. Just, just now. <laughs> it was. It. She just slipped right out. <laughs> no. Um. She's three months old, and I added mom to my ever-growing list of things. You do all the things. I don't do all the things. I um. I'm a wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a dog mom. Yeah. I feel like I don't have as many, like, great little ticks that you have, but... Um, you're, you work, <laughs> you work remotely, which I love. Like, I'm so jealous of that. Like, you get to work, like, work, in New England, but you live here in Pensacola. And, yeah, that's so I work pretty for... Pretty badass. Yeah, that's cool, I guess. It's super cool. I work for a, um, summer stock theater in New Hampshire. Um, I'm their camps director, and I go there... Usually in the summers, but in the off season, mm-hmm. I get to work remotely planning the next uh, camp season and education stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done theater education for like over 10 years. I started when I was like 19. That's I started cool. teaching theater. Um, yeah, and I have a degree in theater and... We have, we went to the same school. Uh, Schools. Schools. We actually, funny story. Fine. <laughs> we are friends now. We are. We are from the same hometown. Mm-hmm. We have the same group of friends yes. from our hometown. But we but never met. Never met until we both lived here and I auditioned for you. Yeah, we met. Um, at a, I was directing Picasso at the La Pen Agil and La Pen. La Pen. We oh, had a whole it. rehearsal. <laughs> yes. Of you correcting La Pen. But French. I kept calling you Suzanne. Uh, Susan. Susan. Su- Susan. No, Suzanne. No, my name was Suzanne. Suzanne. I kept calling you Susan. Right. Susan. Susan. Yes. Susan. Um, it's a great comedic play by Steve Martin. If Steve you Martin. Yeah, check it out. Read it's, it or seen it. Anyway, it's perfect. Um, it's hilarious. Uh, so anyways, all this to say, like, we've got, you know, experience in theater and we like to talk about theater and that's basically what this podcast is. Um, we're just going to talk about I feel like it's just stuff. us getting together to do what we normally do, which is just spill the tea about theater. Right. So can we talk about the new <laughs> Cats movie for a second? Yes, can we spill please. the tea on that term? Let's. Look, well, actually, we're drinking we tea. We are drinking tea. I'm not going to spill it. Don't spill it. On your it. notebook just, or the... Just drink the tea. Okay, we're going to drink me. the tea. 
So we wanted to end this episode with our take on the new blockbuster smash hit. Ooh. Cats. Cats. <laughs> By Andrew yeah. Lloyd Webber. Not to be confused with Andrew Lloyd Wright, who is who I originally Googled. <laughs> 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 but he is an architect. <laughs> no, Andrew Lloyd Webber. The famous... Compo- is composed, composer? Yes, the famous composer who wrote <laughs> Cats, Cats, Phantom of the Opera. Avita. Oh, shit. He See, wrote Avita. Did you know he also wrote Jesus Christ Superstar, Joseph, and the Tellers, and, the Tellers, yeah. and <laughs> a School of Rock, and a bunch of other shit. He wrote School of Rock? That's what this, that's what Google says. We had to Google it because we didn't know. Because we didn't know. I All I knew was that he had three mm. names. <laughs> Um, I'm actually not a huge fan of Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals, including Cats. I like Jesus Christ Superstar. Maybe. It's I. What's the fuss? Tell me what's happening. Anyways, let's forget I ever did that. Let's talk about... (laughs) Let's talk about Cats. Let's talk about how awful Cats the musical is. Cats sucks. Cats does suck because the plot is nonsensical. It is a relay race between a bunch of homeless cats to figure out which one gets to go to cat heaven and possibly have their skin worn by old Deuteronomy. If I'm not mistaken, that's the plot. Also, if they're trying to compete for who goes to cat heaven, does that mean they've already been through their previous eight lives? Dude, I... Don't know. Like, you have to be on acid to understand what the fuck's happening. Actually, the drug of the 80s was cocaine, so I bet that's what... That makes a lot more sense. Yes. The problem with cats, I think, for me, lies solely in the use of the unitard. Brother doesn't approve of this conversation. My brother. Brother is my dog. He just walked away because we weren't talking about him. We were talking about feelings. He's offended. He is so offended. Um, right. Uh, unitards. Ugh. Grown human beings in unitards touching themselves like cats. And there's a sensuality to felines that humans... It's uncomfortable. It is. It's very uncomfortable. It's super uncomfortable. It makes me think of David Bowie in The Labyrinth and his unitard his and package. his... His gigantic bulging. It's just like cats. I and I love cats. I love actual cats, but they're I like don't. they're always presenting their buttholes, and I just feel like that whole musical is a butthole. It's a, it's a presentation of a. Butthole. It is. That is, Andrew Lloyd's Weber. Andrew Lloyd. Andrew Lloyd's Weber. What? What? <laughs> he presented cats. The musical. Of cats. The musical holes. is the butthole of musical theater. Agreed. Also. Of cinema, apparently. Yes. <laughs> Which neither of us have seen the No, movie. but I've heard, like, either the person who saw the film is the only person in the theater, or that, like, people cheered that it was over. <laughs> Someone cheered that it was over. But my question here is to you, um, what the fuck is a joke? faster. is produced by Jeff Peck, music by My Fever. Want more of The Stage Moms? Visit us at thestagemoms.com or follow us on Instagram.